Hey guys, it's Tim and this is Wrestling Unlimited as it's Friday and tonight was Friday Night Smackdown. I thought the show was okay. Then the main event segment comes and I'm like, oh, let's see what this is. Let's see what this is. And again, it was just okay. But then the way the show ends, what the hell was Jey Uso saying? I'm done with WWE. Who does he think he is? CM Punk 2012, 11, 12, I think. Regardless, Jey Uso ends the show saying, I'm done. I'm done with the bloodline. I'm done with SmackDown. And when he said that, I go, he wants to get transferred to Raw? And he goes, and I'm done with WWE. And we're already getting all the dumb memes and the dumb jokes of, uh, Jay is going to be all elite. Uh, Jay is going to be a Wembley. Like, what? This, you're not funny. You're not funny, Twitter people. Or should I say X? People, whatever you want to be called now, X, Twitter, Twix, Twitter, I don't know. Regardless, it's not funny. It's dumb jokes. Trust me, I saw a lot of fake news on reputable sites tonight. Like, Austin Theory didn't lose the U.S. title because of a back injury. What? I won't. You can go on my Twitter to see who posted that because I posted a screenshot because that one was just so freaking preposterous. But... Overall, I thought this was a okay episode of SmackDown. Not great or anything. It was basically like, hey, we just finished a pay-per-view. Hey, we got like three or four weeks for the next one, so we can just have a week. That's what it kind of felt like. A week. A show. Could have been better. I will say that for sure. Could have been better. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PeteWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher. Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Remember, if you are watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below, or donating Twitch bits, or a hype chat in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription, or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games, free stuff of four games, and you always get one free subscription to any, to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you did right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Also remember, head over to YouTube, hit that join button, and become a channel member. Finally, head over to Twitch. Not Twitch, you're on Twitch. Maybe. I don't know. Head over to... um. The Epic Game Store and buy something. When you buy something, use our code. Over to the Epic Game Store and use code PWUNLIMIT for all Epic Games and Epic Game Store purchases. Whether you're getting something new like Remnant 2 or F1 Manager 2023, getting something old like Assassin's Creed Valhalla or Goat Simulator 3, claiming the free games Europa Universe Sales 4. Or Orwell, keep an eye on you. Maybe you're getting bucks for Rocket League, Fortnite, or Fall Guys. Use our code PWUnlimited at checkout. You'll be supporting us at no extra cost. Oh, damn. Haley Deegan just wrecked, and she wrecked that truck really hard. Anyways, anyways, got the NASCAR Craftsman Series truck race on from IRP, Indy Race Park. Anyways. Also remember that you can listen to this show on podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. But as far as SmackDown does go, 
Kevin Patrick welcomes everybody to the show. Corey Graves chimed in to help run down the card before Charlotte Flair's music would hit, and we go to the ring. Before the match starts, Patrick introduces Michael Cole as the third member of the SmackDown commentary team. We then get a video recapping the triple threat and everything that went down with the woman's title at SummerSlam. We do get a nine-minute match with Charlotte Flair and Asuka that, well, ends in a no contest because there's not even a DQ. Maybe you could say double DQ. I don't know. Both women got attacked. I'll just say that. So the two lock up early with Charlotte getting the best of it. They're... Um, there appeared to be a little bit of miscommunication early on as Charlotte and Asuka attempted to trade blows. Asuka earned the upper hand with a drop kick and some kicks to Charlotte's chest. Charlotte fired the crowd up and went to the top, but Asuka cut her off and slammed her off the top rope. Charlotte was bleeding from her mouth at one point, and Asuka landed a drop kick from the top and got a two count out of it. The show went to its first commercial break. Back from the break, Charlotte landed a splash onto Asuka, who was on the outside. Charlotte then did the same thing inside the ring. Charlotte hit a series of chops, and then Charlotte slammed Asuka and hit a clothesline for a two. Charlotte then speared Asuka and set it for the figure eight, but then Damage Control's music would hit. Damage Control would make their way out to the ring. All three members, interesting that Dakota was there, and they would not really do anything at first other than surround the ring. So as they surrounded the ring, they started, I guess you could say, distracting either woman, whether that was Charlotte at one point, then Asuka later, Bailey jumps up on the apron. She's like, hey, ref, I'm not doing anything. I'm just observing. And Charlotte knocks her down. Then EO jumps up on the apron. And everyone's like, okay, what's going to happen? Asuka runs at EO. But EO jumps down. Then EO gets back up. And then double drop kicks, springboard double drop kicks, um... Charlotte and Asuka. And I'm like, what the? So that's it? We go nine minutes and there's no finish? They then beat down Bailey and Io, both Charlotte and Asuka, and then just leave. And then just leave. Kind of a shitty finish. Like, very shitty. It's, hey, we know everyone likes Io, but we want her to be a super heel. And so we gotta, like, do dastardly things to make you guys not like her. How about we have a non-finish to this match that was actually going pretty good. Like, I thought that was shitty. Crappy, a non-good way to open the show. I didn't like it whatsoever. But, yeah. That's all we get from that match. Like, the match, there was a little, like I said, little miscommunication early, but then the match starts going, and it's getting good, and this and that, and then damage control comes out for no reason at all. No reason at all. It was dumb. So, whatever. Like, that, that was the impetus of, oh, it's going to be one of these shows where there are a lot of swerves and what we think is happening is not happening. Kayla Braxton is in the back. She introduces Santos Escobar, who will challenge Austin Theory for the United States Championship. Escobar said he's feeling confident about his match tonight with Theory. Um, Escobar was talking, and then all of a sudden you hear, he's coming. And I don't know who said that, whether that was Escobar or somebody else, but all of a sudden Austin Theory runs in and attacks Escobar. 
he suplexes him onto one of the travel uh, cases. And then Theory slams the top of the case onto Escobar's knee, basically trying to injure him and injure him out of the match for tonight. So then we move on to an Edge Celebration video package. They tell us that next week in Toronto, Canada, it will be the 25th anniversary of Edge in the WWE. Cameras then go backstage, where Santos Escobar was in the trainer's room, icing his leg after the theory attack. Mean and uh, you know Ray's asking what's going on. Is he going to be okay? Can he compete? And the doctor's like, we gotta we gotta check him out. We gotta look. So meanwhile, they're still carrying Cross's entrance midway through, and AJ Styles is already in the ring. So I'm like, oh, they're rushing shit tonight. This match itself goes nine and a half minutes. Pretty good match for TV. Or two two times where Karrion Cross just didn't want to try and didn't want to go up for AJ, and AJ said, screw it. So both guys. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, both guys were going at it early on, where Styles started things off with the drop kick and immediately went to work on Cross's neck. Cross worked his way back quickly with a high back body drop. Cross jawed at Styles for a moment and then threw him into the turnbuckle. With Styles on the top rope, Cross went for a suplex, but Styles countered by slipping through the legs and clotheslining Cross to the outside. Cross then, or Styles then ran at Cross, but Cross caught Styles and landed a Death Valley driver on Styles onto the commentary table. The show went to a break. As they come back from the break, Styles had control in the ring and went to the apron. Styles went for the phenomenal forearm, but Cross caught him and sank in the Cross jacket. Styles then powered up and ran Cross into the turnbuckle. The two had a scary exchange at one point where nothing quite worked out, where AJ went for a um, like a backflip off the top rope and then tried to like pick up Cross for something and Cross wouldn't come up. Then AJ tried to grab Cross and do something that I've never seen AJ try to do before. Cross didn't want to go up again, so AJ just like dropped him with like a reverse DDT or whatever on the back of his head. Goes for the pin, gets a two. Cross just didn't want to go up for AJ at all. Styles then kicked Cross in the head and set it for a 450 splash. Styles hit it and went for the pin, but Scarlet put Cross's foot on the ropes to break it. This then led to Mia, 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 Yim, Meechin, whatever you want to call her, go after Scarlet. And Scarlet gets the best of Meechin and lays her out inside the ring. Cross went for the crosshair, but Styles ducked it and went for a Styles clash. Scarlet then got up on the apron and got in the way of everything where AJ basically couldn't go for the pin. Then, holy crap, Mia yanks. Scarlet off the apron. And Scarlet does her thing where like, oh, I don't want to take the bump. I don't want to get hurt. And she like goes to fall off the apron, but doesn't. She like kneels down on one leg, lands on her butt barely, and then slides off the apron. That's what she normally does. She's not a full-time wrestler anymore or whatever. She doesn't take the hard bumps like that. But then Mia grabs this woman and just hoof hurls her into and over the announce table so hard and so fast, I thought Scarlett was hurt. Like, holy crap, does she just go flailing over the announce table? Back in the ring, Styles lands the Styles Clash and picks up the victory. And they don't show Scarlett again. Like, they showed replays of stuff, like Scarlett getting pulled off the apron, but then they didn't show her getting thrown over the table that I noticed. So it's like, ooh. Yeah, Scarlett got hurled 
over that announce table. So they're doing their thing after the match. And then we hear, on this day, I see clearly. Crowd goes wild in Calgary. And I go, and they just tell us Edge was supposed to be here next week. Apparently, that was just saying Edge celebration next week. Not that he won't be on tonight. And I'm like, okay, well, here we go. Edge comes down to the ring after commercial break. Well, actually, Edge comes down to the ring. We go to commercial break. We then come back, and Kathy Kelly's in the back saying that she's waiting outside the um, trainer's room to get a word on Santos Escobar. Rey Mysterio appears and said, Escobar will be okay. He will make the match. This then leads to Austin Theory coming out, talking some crap, Ray getting mad, and they go to the ring. Edge is in the ring. Edge is like, yeah, so I know I wasn't advertised for tonight, but when I saw we were in uh, Calgary, I was like, yeah, I got to go. I got to be there. And so think about that. Edge showed up tonight in Calgary. Well, Beth Phoenix, his wife, posted this. I thought this was so funny. So Edge is in the ring, and Beth posts this photo. Let's see if we can zoom in on the note. We can't really zoom in that much. Let me try something. Let me try something really quickly. So if I go here, okay, I can do this. So this is the note that is on the flowers that Edge or that Beth posted during Edge's promo. It says, running out for some maple syrup. A, A as an Adam. Uh, so this man couldn't get any maple syrup in North Carolina. He had to go all the way to goddamn Calgary for maple syrup. I get it. Canada's got good syrup. You can't get good syrup in in North Carolina, North Kakalaki. I thought that was so funny. Uh, that popped me when Beth posted that. Who knows if that's new or not, but that's just, it was the perfect thing to post in the moment because it was so funny. Anyways, Edge was like, so I know I wasn't advertised to be here, but I showed up anyways. Next week we're going to be in Toronto and, you know, it's been a long time since we've been together, Calgary. Crowd cheered. And Edge said, next week, I want a match. I want to match with somebody I've never had a one-on-one match with before, ever. He then said, I want to fight Sheamus. I want to fight old Shamo. Edge explains that Sheamus was the reason he actually came back to WWE and got back into the ring. Edge said that Sheamus has his Celtic Warriors show. And, um... I'll respond to that later. Uh, he says that Edge... Uh, Seamus has his Celtic Warrior workout show on YouTube, and at one point they did an episode together where they were riding mountain bikes. Edge fell off the mountain bike, messed up his leg, like scraped it all up to hell, and but popped right back up, no problem. And the first thing he thought was, well, people are going to see this and think, if I can pop up from that, why can't I pop up in a ring? Why can't I work in a ring? And so that got him and Seamus talking and thinking, hey, maybe you can come back. Maybe you can get back in the ring. Did everything he needed to to get cleared. He got cleared. Then when it came time for him to return in the Royal Rumble, he was still iffy. So he called Sheamus and asked Sheamus if he would get with him to train. Because Sheamus came and lived with him for a little while. Don't know how long really. He didn't say. But Sheamus came and stayed with him for a little while while they trained 
beat the crap out of each other and prove to himself, yep, I've got what it takes. So Edge finally calls out Sheamus and wants an answer. Sheamus made his way out to the ring with the brawling brutes and said, what a Canadian, eh? Sheamus set up um, some Edge footage from that episode of the show. And Edge was like, oh, showing my white ass on national television now, are you? Well, I got a picture for you then. And they show a picture of Sheamus and Edge on bikes, but Sheamus is on Edge's daughter's bike. So it looks funny. It's funny looking shot. Sheamus, Sheamus is then living back in the 90s where he goes, hey, I thought you told me you would burn that photo. Even if he burned the photo, guy, it's a digital world. That photo's going to live forever, especially after tonight. Especially after tonight. So Seamus said, I want to get serious here for a, for a moment. He explained that in 2004, he was wondering if he'd pursue a career in WWE or head back to a day job. Seamus said that while he was working in the club, he went up to everybody in WWE and they gave him the cold shoulder. Everyone, except for Edge, that is, who gave Sheamus the actual time of day and advice. From there, Sheamus knew that Edge was a world-class act. Sheamus says, without that conversation in 2004, Sheamus would not be standing here in the ring today. Edge said that he wanted an answer. You gonna fight me or not next week? And ultimately, Sheamus is like, yeah, I accept your challenge. So then the two shake hands. And then Sheamus says something along the lines to Edge of, just don't make me regret this. Like, Shane's going to beat the crap out of Edge next week. Like, just destroy him. Hopefully this isn't like an Edge retirement match. I think they would have dubbed it as that if it was. Plus, Edge retiring. I get it, it's Toronto. But just on a random SmackDown, wouldn't make any sense. At least not to me. Then we get a video. And I'm like, what the? Why are we celebrating Hulk Hogan? And then it comes to the end of the video and it goes... Happy birthday to Hulk Hogan, who turned 70 years old today. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Then out comes L.A. Knight. Yeah! L.A. Knight comes out and faces Top Dollar in a two-minute match. Kevin Patrick calls Top Dollar Michael Cole's favorite person. I laughed at that one very hard. So, Knight took to cheating, beating, took a cheating beaten early on from the rest of Hit Row while the referee was distracted. Dalla lifted Knight, and Knight got out and hit a bulldog from the second row. Knight then hit Ashanti the Adonis and then did the L.A. Knight thing before hitting an elbow. Yeah! And the Knight landed the BFT to pick up the win. So there we go. L.A. Knight gets the victory. After the match, Knight grabbed a mic, and the crowd did their part perfectly. Knight called top Dalla Uncle Phil, and everyone yelled, L. Hey, Knight, yeah! Graves then called Knight DJ Khaled and a boy. I'm like, uh, okay, whatever. And then from there, Adam Pierce checked to see if Escobar was good to wrestle in the trainer's room. Escobar said that he can go. And the doctor said, okay, I'll, I'll clear you. Early night, still over as, as ever. And there were so many, so many. So many LA Knight shirts in that crowd. Like, there was one shot of the crowd. Like, just one section. I counted, like, 13, 14 people wearing those yellow LA Knight shirts. In just one section. Crazy. Canada loves LA Knight. Yeah! Anyways, we go backstage. 
Bobby Lashley's there at the Street Profits, or maybe the Suit Profits, because they're wearing suits. Freaking uh, um, Dawkins in like a formal suit with the bow tie and everything, like he's getting ready to go out to some million-dollar dinner. Lashley said that the saddest thing in life is untapped potential. Lashley said that the Profits have so much potential and reflected on how great last week was. Lashley said championship gold was theirs for, for the taking. And the three cheers to changing things on SmackDown. Don't know exactly what this group is going to be. I guess it's just them together. Not like Hurt Business 2.0 or something or adding more people. Not really sure. So we'll see what comes of all this once they actually start doing shit. So Santos Escobar is getting ready to go to his match against, well, Austin Theory when who? Austin Theory attacked Santos Escobar yet again, this time in the aisle way, right before the match is set to start. Theory got on a mic and said he was sorry that the audience wouldn't get to see Austin Theory live. Theory said that he wanted to defend his U.S. title, but it turns out, well, Santos Escobar is just a little too weak. Uh, Adam Pierce then comes out, and the doctor's checking on Santos. Doctor tells uh, Adam Pierce, you know, he can't go. He's not cleared. And what happens? Adam Pierce says, you know what, Austin Theory? You will defend your title tonight, and you're going to defend your title against Rey Mysterio. So Mysterio jumps in the ring. Austin Theory's like, what? And the match just gets going as we go to a commercial break. So the match starts literally 10 seconds, and then we go to a break. So it's a, all we see on TV is two minutes and 45 seconds. And it's Ray versus Austin Theory. I don't know why this match had to be so much during the break. Why we saw none of this on TV. Another kind of like, what the hell moment from this show. Like we had the what the hell moment in the first match. Then we had the what the hell moment with this match. So, excuse me. Yeah. Show returns. Mysterio went to the top and landed a senton on, uh, on Theory for a two. Mysterio went for a... Went to the second rope, but Theory caught him, and Mysterio ultimately landed somewhat of a buckle bomb and got a two off of it. Mysterio then set up for a 619, but Theory caught him to break it up. Mysterio then kind of caught Theory with a Hurricane Rana back into the ropes, hit the 619, and pinned him to become the new WWE United States Champion. So, uh, yeah. Rey Mysterio wins the WWE United States Championship. And there's some, like, what the hells with this. Like, some very big what the hells. Because it's... If Ray was ultimately always supposed to win the belt, then why was it Santos Escobar that was being advertised for the match for the last two weeks? Now, you can say, well, maybe Ray was supposed to win, and because he got hurt in the match, they had to go to Escobar, and this and that, and da da, da. Rumor and reports from multiple outlets was that Escobar was always supposed to win that match. So if this was always the plan, this is a pretty shitty plan. But Ray wins the belt. He celebrates with the fans on his way out. LWO minus Zelina Vega come out and celebrate with Ray before we go to, well, break. Interesting no Zelina, though. Not sure what was going on with that. We come back from a break, and they tell us what's going to happen next week on SmackDown. First off, they tell us that Sheamus versus Edge, it's official. Also, the new United States champion, Rey Mysterio, well, he's going to be the guest on the Grayson Waller Effect.
I'm looking here at the live chat. Messi says, I thought LA Knight was the next for the belt. I keep hearing that. From who? Who? Who the hell said, with any credibility, said LA Knight's the next person to win the title? LA Knight's going to take the title off of, off of Austin Theory. Why? Because LA Knight said one time recently at a live event after beating Theory that he wanted the belt? That means nothing. And nobody with credibility, whether that's PW Insider, Fightful, The Wrestling Observer, Post Wrestling, Wrestlinging, none of them said, oh, well, LA Knight's the one to take the title off of Austin Theory. No. Maybe you read it from uh, a Wrestle Talk or a Sports Keto or something saying, oh, we got a tease of who's winning the title. No. No. You maybe read it from somebody that said, oh, WWE teases the next challenger for the U.S. title. And it was the stuff from that random live event three weeks ago. No. Nobody with credibility said that at all. Speaking of credibility, Sports Kita, they've lost all respect I've had for them and credibility. They said, I'm going to read it verbatim because this is just a joke of a post. There's a picture from this match. Rostin Theory's going like this. Ah, holding his back, right? And it literally reads, back injury leads to shocking finish in U.S. title match. Read more here. What? What back injury led to a shocking finish? You pieces of fucking shit garbage posting. The worst. The worst. So let me go to our main event segment. It's the bloodline. All hail the chief. Roman Reigns comes out flanked by Solo and Paul Heyman. They take forever and then we go to a break. We come back and they're still just standing there. Roman Reigns then gets the mic from Paul Heyman and takes his time to finally say, Calgary, acknowledge me. Some do, some don't. It's whatever. So, Reigns asks Heyman, so where's Jimmy? And Heyman goes, I don't know. And Roman looks at him and goes, you what? How do you not know? You mean you haven't seen, spoken, or heard from him all day? He's like, no, I haven't. No. Like, well, wasn't that your job? And then, well, a man in a hoodie comes up, just randomly sauntering up around ringside, and it's Jimmy Uso. Jimmy comes up. No fanfare, no nothing. Crowd's not reacting because they didn't even realize he was there. Finally, commentary kind of says something. He gets up into the ring. Crowd's booing and chanting, you sold out. You sold out. You sold out. Roman then said, Jim, Jimmy, don't worry about them. They mean nothing. Roman said that he owned Jimmy. Roman said that Jimmy can name his price, whatever he wanted. Want a new car? Done. Want a yacht? Done. You want power? You want to be main event Jimmy Uso? Done. Roman said what he did at SummerSlam has nothing to do with, or Jimmy interrupted Roman and said, whatever I did at SummerSlam has nothing to do with you. Roman continued to bargain with Jimmy. And while he did so, out would come Jay. We get the Uso's music. Now out would come Jay. Crowd going not nuts. Big pop for Jay Uso. We'll say that. Jay gets in the ring. Jimmy looks at him and he snatches the mic right out of Jimmy's hand. 
Uso stared each other down for a second before Jade demanded an answer. He said, tell me why you did it before I put 37 years down the drain. Jimmy was like, well, well, yeah, so I didn't do it for him. I did it because I didn't want you to be him. I didn't want you to turn into him. I did it because I love you. And Jimmy's like, what? Roman's behind him laughing, laughing. Paul Heyman's like, what did he just say? Jimmy said, Jay would have inherited all the power if he won that match. He would have been the champion. He would have been the tribal chief, the head of the table. But then that would have made him like Roman, and Roman is corrupt. Jimmy called Roman an asshole with an ego, and he didn't want Jay to become that an asshole like Roman. Again, Heyman's like, what? Huh? Roman's standing there like, yeah, okay, whatever, whatever. Jimmy said, if Jay hates him, then that's fine. Because the only reason he did what he did is because he loves his brother. Jimmy then said, if you want to kick my head off right now, right in the face, do it. I wouldn't put it against you. You can. Jimmy then closed his eyes and waited for the kick, but Jay turned his back. Jimmy tries to walk around and get in front of Jay for Jay to talk to him, and Jay turns his back to him again. Jimmy finally goes, all right, I get it. And he gets out of the ring and leaves. He gets to the top of the ramp and stops. Roman then gets on the mic and says that Jay doesn't know what he's even doing now. Roman said that the night was about one thing and one thing only, acknowledging Roman Reigns. And as Reigns said that, Jimmy would super kick him. This then led to Solo jumping Jay, or Jim, Jay jump, Jay super kicked Roman. Solo then jumps Jay, but Jay eventually gets the best of it and super kicks Solo. Roman then Superman punches Jay. Roman goes for the spear. Ooh, ah! Jay sidekick or sidesteps it, super kicks Roman and spears Roman. Jay then grabbed the mic and told Jimmy, "Hey, get back here!" Puts the mic down. Jimmy's like, "What?" He's like, "Get back down here now!" And Jimmy's kind of got the look on his face, like, "Okay, maybe we are cool. Maybe we are good. Maybe all is right." And they start to meet at the bottom of the ramp, and boom! Jay super kicks Jimmy right in the jaw. Perfect shot. Jimmy then looks into the mic and says, I'm done. Or looks into the camera. I'm done. I'm done with the bloodline. I'm done with SmackDown. And I'm done with WWE deuces. Throws up the deuces. Jumps in the crowd. Talks to a few fans on his way out of the building. Crowd's chanting for Jay. Because they don't know what Jay just said. Jay said it all off mic into the camera. No clue what, the, what Jay said, the crowd that is, or most of the crowd. They're chanting, Jay, 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 as he's walking up the stairs to the front of the building and out. Until the show goes off the air with Jay saying, I'm done with the WWE. What does that mean? Yeah, no clue. No clue at all. They leave it on that cliffhanger to get you to want to watch next week. That was the best thing in the show, that cliffhanger. Just like how Raw ended on a super mega hot cliffhanger. So, cool stuff there as far as like there to be knowing what to do at the ends of these shows to get you to want to watch next week. But, a okay episode of SmackDown with a really interesting end. I will say that. An okay episode of SmackDown with a really interesting end. And that's everything that went down on tonight's Friday Night SmackDown. But with that, you know what I thought of the show? 
I would have voted it was just all right. Then I want to know how you guys voted for this show. What you guys thought of tonight's Friday Night Smackdown. So as we refresh all the polls, uh, kudos to Ty Majeski for picking up the big win. Truck Series race. But let's refresh all of this. So as far as the Twitter poll does go, 86% liked the show. 8% thought it was just all right. And 5% did not like it. Looking at the YouTube community poll, 78% liked the show. 14% thought it was just all right. And 8% didn't like it. Some of the comments here. It says, I thought it was lame that Austin Theory lost the US the United States Championship. I wanted him to break Dean Ambrose's record and be the longest reigning US champ. Eh, I'm ready for difference. I'm ready for something different because I thought his reign was getting a little um stale. Chris says I missed the entire show. Freaking NFL took over. Yes, there are a number of markets tonight that Fox ran NFL preseason games. I know Detroit was one of them for sure. So moving forward, some of the other comments. Another one. Even though the Detroit Lions preseason football was on in my area, I watched clips on YouTube. Show was all right. Versus says, I saw it tonight. Show end was great. And this person says, great. I mean, Jey Uso break proves WWE Universe wrong. Not sure what that really means, but yeah. Overall, it seems like you guys really liked the show. Looking at the Twitch poll, 100% liked the show. And the YouTube live poll. 82% liked the show, 11% thought it was just all right, and 8% didn't like SmackDown. With that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash Unlimited, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher. Excuse me, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. I should be live tomorrow night. For AEW Collision, not 100% sure yet, but the plan as of right now is to do a live Collision review tomorrow. So look out for that. If I don't end up able to do it, I will let you guys know. But with that, guys, have a great rest of your Friday. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you next time. Have a good one, guys.